Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us. Before we jump in, a couple things. First of all, we'd love if you'd leave a five-star review. We, those, big, those reviews are really big to us. Also, go over and check out our sponsors Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine in the market. So easy to set up, easy to use, will make your team, you know, will make your team better shooters. I can guarantee that. And not necessarily scores, but the great thing is they've they've dealt with that problem. And now you have trainers there. You have things on the Dr. Dish. It will actually help you become a better scorer. So go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Right now, we're, we got a quarterly membership. We're trying something new here. We think it's a great innovation for all of you. Maybe jump in for three months and, and, and kick the tires around. Um, we believe in teachhoops.com so much that we have a 14-day free trial right now. No one else has that. No one else, ha- no one else are you going to get their bat phone and be able to get on a call and help them through. So our roadmap is, is second to none, too. It will walk you through your basketball journey. So come over and check us out at teachhoops.com. Let's head off to the podcast. Okay. So we're working on our defensive full-court defense. Whether It could be just pick up a man. Or it could be we're pressing. Or it could be our zone press. It could be right. our fall back into our zone. But we could just call our defense, and we do it for both teams because on the trip back, we expect the team that the other team to be executing their same thing or executing what we call. And I call out different defenses for different teams. I never let them play the same defense against each other. Do you call out defenses in, in on the fly in, in a game, or do you always have it preset? Oh, we can call it out on the fly. That's what all these reps are for, so you can they can get used to hearing if you call something different at the last second. Okay. If it's a, if it's a dead ball situation like a free throw, yeah, we'll call it out and we'll let them know. And they're always looking to see what are we in, what are we in, what are we in, because right. we, we kind of try to, you know, keep teams off balance with what oh. we're playing. But you can see, you know, we'll call the number out. He called out – I called a color. I called out blue. We were in our 1-3-1 uh, – or sorry, yeah, our 1-2 – this is our 1-2-2 two, two half court press. Okay. 
So we were able to get a steal there, get a quick drag screen there, move the ball, moving bodies, nice chase screen here, three from behind the arc. So, again, just good, you know, good reps, good reps. And so then we'll, you know, we'll circle them up again. Uh, you know, we'll call out a different color to take the ball out, different group. We might call a different defense. You know, it just depends on what we need to work on. We have a set defense that we're working on that particular day. Okay. And the last thing I would show you, uh, if I was going to show you, is, is like most guys, you know, scrimmage. We, we, we scrimmage. We do stuff called three stops and all that stuff. But Yeah, stop, score, stop. We do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do that. But this right here was something that we did this summer with USA Basketball, and it really was really, really good. We call it five on oh, five on five. So what happens is you'll go – you'll have a group. They'll go five on oh, on the opposite end. They'll ex execute a set, or they might do your transition break, like quick strike for us. Yeah, they'll do that, and then they'll come back down, and they'll be playing offense against a, a defense that's there now. So you're going five on zero, execute whatever you want them to execute down in that opposite end, and they come that. back, they take it out, and you know they come back down. They're playing defense or playing offense against a defense now, and so now they want to execute what it is, do whatever you call, and you don't have to let them execute what they just ran down there. You could, or you you may not, right. but I think it gives them a chance to go down there, execute it. And, like, this was an early practice, so we were trying to work on our transition stuff. So we worked on our quick strike. You can see we're trying to score quick. All right, and then we'll come back, and they'll play defense against uh, – play offense against a defense now. And then this was a zone. We, we had the team play a zone. And so now we, just, we had just worked on zone offense, so it gave us a chance to execute our zone offense. And now if this team scores – Let's say the blue team would score normally, the blue team would get to go back down, run 5 0 and get to come back on offense again. Right. And, and the white's got to play defense again until they get a stop. I love that because he wanted to, yeah, I like that. Yeah. But in this case, because it was early in the year, we just let, we alternated it alternated. just so the groups can get enough reps with each other. But okay. as we build that thing, you know, it's a, it's a competitive deal. It but again, 5 0, they go down and execute, and then they got to come down. This time, this group was in a 3 2 zone, the last group was in a 2 3 zone. So now they got to try to score and execute with the zone offense we had been working on earlier in practice. And so now that group will go and take it down 5 on 0. But it's just a different way of doing it, and it gives it a little bit more of a real feel because now they're bringing it from half, you know, from down on the other end of the court down to the front court. That's all I got. Okay, that's perfect. Let's. Uh, I have some questions that I've written right, down. Let me take Hold this on. share off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there we go. Perfect. Um, so do you take practice? Yeah, we take practice as much as we can. Yeah. Okay, and what do you do with the tape? That's why I ask coaches. We do edits. We do edits. Uh, like, I'll sign an edit to a coach a day. And like I said, you got practice edit for tomorrow. So, they'll take the film. If we practice today, they'll take the film today, and they'll get, make edits on different things we did well, we might didn't do well. Uh, we'll show it right before practice the following day. Okay. And so, um, you know, I might it might be a day where I say, hey, I need you to hammer them. Hammer them. Meaning okay show all the stuff that was bad, you know, okay. and it might be a day I say, Hey, let's take it easy. Let's show some good stuff today, you know, uh, or just try to find a balance, but it's just about, you know, trying to make sure that we prepare them for what we need to be better at the next day at practice or, you know, that day at practice when we actually show the film. Okay. And do you, um, do you always have a, I saw that there was a clock running. Do you always run a clock on oh, drill? I, I got in my practice plan. They have, minute increments by everything and my managers they know the practice plan so they'll 
They'll put this, they'll put the clock on for whatever it is. A lot of times I go over the time. And if I need to stay on time, I'll tell them, hey, tap that horn if I go over, you know, right. I'll make adjustments. But right. And I tell coaches, especially the ones that are maybe a middle school coach or somewhere else, you know, get your get your phone and get it set up because it, it what it does is it keeps you on track too. Yeah. Um yeah. we're yeah. teachers and we're trying to teach, but it's like I can't spend that. I gotta move on and we can do right. it tomorrow. Right. right. Um so how do you so explain how your practice uh, when you set up your practice plan, how do you set it up? Do you do like times, like I'm starting, and, and explain when you practice at pace and how long you go. Can you explain those things for people who are listening? Yeah, uh, the, way we, the way we do it, um, we start practice with conditioning, shooting, stretching. Okay. So the shooting is a drill we normally do in something going up and down the floor, getting shots in trying to be the goal. And then we'll, once we get a warm, we'll stretch. After we stretch, we go into our defensive stuff. Or we'll, we'll, you know, we stretch and I'll bring them together and I'll give them a winning thought for the day. And then we'll start practice and then we'll go into our defensive stuff. And we'll transition from defensive stuff, let's say uh, 30, 40 minutes of defensive stuff into shooting. So, because I use shooting breaks as like a water break. So, right. meaning like, that's like the inter intermission before the right. next day, before we transition into something else. But we get a lot of shots in. And so we'll transition from there into to offense where we'll do some uh, maybe some transition stuff or maybe work on parts of the offense or put in our, some of our sets. And then we'll go from that point, we'll transition out of that, you know, to where we would uh, do some rebounding transition stuff. Um and then we'll transition from that to shooting. We might get a free throw. Uh, we'll do some free throw stuff in between. Then we'll do a water break. And then we'll finish it with uh, some 5-on-0, 5-on-5, or either we'll do, like, three stops or, you know, stop, score, stop, or score, stop, score. Right. You know, just what we want to focus on. It's all bit of, built around what we want to be the focus of a practice. And, and, and so this is the, the, it's a private school, but they go home at night, correct? Yeah. 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 So when do you normally practice – like, what's your you? Are you always right after school? No, you... no, we 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 practice in the morning. I, I kind of like the mornings better because I think their brains are fresh. Okay, uh, they haven't had the, the the duration of a school day where so many things that can happen in a school day. They might have a, 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 a tough time with their girlfriend or that <laughs> thing here, you know, anything. And so you just, I like the morning practices, but at, by the same token, um, I would say that you know, um, that yeah, afternoon practices are great too. And so we, we do – we early in the year, we do a little bit more morning um, because of volleyball. And then okay. in the after, as when volleyball ends, which is usually a couple a week after we've started, we, we tend to go back more evening – or afternoon, I'm sorry, afternoon. Okay. Afternoon. okay. And, and uh, how long does your practices tend to be? Early in the year, they're two hours. Um, when, we get to, when we get to, like, January, they tend to go down to about an hour and a half. Uh, and as we go further – maybe an hour, 15 minutes. Because I always tell guys, you know, uh, you know, I'm coaching your bodies from yeah. the beginning of the year to, to December, and then I'm coaching your minds more so from January to March. So, Yeah, that's so true. Um, so if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? Meaning three particular drills? Yeah, three things. No, maybe drills or three – if you could oh, only okay. do concepts. Uh, I would you, do shooting. Okay. Defense, uh, and uh, I'm caught between player development, skill development, and or 
uh, scrimmaging. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. That might change there. depending on the part time of the year. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you uh, What would you tell your younger self? Uh, As a coach, for somebody that's listening to this, I always like to throw out questions that I think can help younger coaches. I would tell my younger self to uh, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moments, like the good moments. Like sometimes I get caught up looking at the next thing. I'm always caught looking at the next thing. And right. this is probably one of the silver linings to this, this time right now is that, you know, I can't look to the next thing because we don't know when the next thing is. And so right. got to enjoy the moment now. So I'm enjoying family time. I'm enjoying just, you know, having a chance to just kind of reflect and think about different things and not have to be under the gun of what's next in my own mind. And right. So it's been good. Now, I told my wife the first two or three weeks of this quarantine, I think I've been the most relaxed I've been in 30 years. Because yeah. now, now I don't know if that's the case anymore. But it was <laughs> like I wasn't doing 85 different things. Like I wasn't worried about buses and the camp coming up and blah, blah, blah. Right. Nothing to do. No one was doing anything. Like every, the world stopped. Like Absolutely. stopped. <laughs> stopped. Literally stopped. Um, what would, what if, if I came to, what's your, first of all, what's your coaching philosophy? Like if I had to give you a, a generic in a paragraph coaching philosophy, what would that be? Um, I just, I, if, if you can coach them hard if you love them hard. I mean, I that's that. the way I operate. I, I, I love my players. Um, and they know that I don't, you know, I don't put the, the carriage in front of the horse on that. I, I make sure I love them hard, you know, first. And then, you know, it, it gives me the flexibility to be able to coach them hard because they know it's not personal. It's not anything against them. Personal yeah. If you want to get, if you want to get after them, it's like parent, it's same, it's similar to parenting, man. If you want to, they got to know at the end of the day that they're going to, there's a bed to sleep and there's dinner to be had. And, right. You know, that you're you going to get it, you know, no matter how bad it is, yeah, you're going to get your dinner. You're going to get your, you, you, well, but I'm going to always love you. I might, get you, yeah. but I'm always going to love you. It's like, yeah, it's very similar to that. Um, so if I came to watch a practice and I just sat up in the upper stands and watched, what would I see? Uh, you would see a lot of continuity going from drill to drill. You'll see, you know, guys talking, guys, always constantly trying to help each other. Um, you would see uh, coaches scat, you know, kind of spread out. And just you're lucky. Of, you have lots of assistants like me. I was watching those tapes. You, you're lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're good assistants. They're not just any assistants. They got great assistants. I've always, they, and, they, and they wear good shoes. I can tell you that. Some of, <laughs> some, they got good shoe game. My son runs a shoe business. They got good shoe game. So I tell you. They got some heat on the feet, huh? They, they do. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, how do you deal with that transition between drills? Like I've always, I mean, that was something early in my career I struggled with from going from A to B. Um, is there any advice you could give a young coach for that? Plan, 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 plan. I think that's, you know, and you got to kind of walk through your practice in your mind, even when you're planning, you got to figure out, okay, is this going to be a good transition? Is this a good segue to this? You know, you got to connect the dots. You got to kind of build practices as you, you got to build them. You can't just plan them. You got to just got to plan and build them. Uh, so you're working on the right things and you're transitioning the right way to the next drill. You know, that's why I say the shooting breaks, like I call shooting breaks are like water breaks for us because we transition out. We might be going like about to get ready to pull each other uh, hearts out on defense. Uh, and then we'll transition into some shooting because I need them to kind of bring it back, you know, because we're getting ready to bring it back up again when we get ready to go into our transition rebound and stuff where it's going to be physical it's going to be you know nip and tuck 
But, you know, you just try to kind of like loosen it and then tighten it back up a little bit. But I would just say plan. You got to plan. Yeah. And you got to play the practice during your mind. And what, what it, It's like building a lesson. It's like building a lesson. I'm a, I'm a math teacher. I'm building the Absolutely. lesson when I go into class. It's just, yeah. you're building a lesson. You're building yeah. – and it, the, trust me, there's going to be times where my lesson sucks. And I just – I didn't do it well second hour. I got to fix it for third hour. Right. Absolutely. Same with – and, and You know, I tell I – tell, told you know everybody i can't have a bad practice you right. know, as a coach i can't have a bad practice meaning you know in not a literal sense but just making sure that i do what i'm supposed to do to make sure that we're getting the most out of that that particular practice because you don't want to waste a practice ever you never no. want to waste a practice they're very finite um can you can you is there one coaching moment we could dive into that would be that that would the audience could learn something from in your career some something that happened in your coaching that we could dive into that would be beneficial for the listeners <laughs> a moment um hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line could be a maybe success this, maybe maybe from this year's championship game we were we struggled so bad out of the gates uh, we only scored three points in the first quarter we were down 13 to three after one quarter uh and got a little bit better second half but we were we, we we had been blowing we had been beating teams by 20 30 points throughout the playoffs throughout the even the better part of the second half of the season we were playing a national schedule so we we would be we were being teams out of out of the state of georgia but we had gotten into a really good crew um you know and this was someone punched time. someone punched you Somebody, you know they punched us and i, I think we were kind of i think we had nerves too to right. these, kids, these kids had never played in a state championship game before right so um halftime you know something just dawned on me to where you know most people would have thought that I went in and I you know I threw every chair in the wall and overturned every table and I did exactly the opposite I just went in and calm and said hey guys we're not out of this game I don't see us being out of this game because I didn't feel like we were never out of the game even though we were not playing well we were getting beat at one point by double digits I just said we're not playing the game way we're, we're we're capable of playing. We just got to make adjustments, make some shots, and we got to get into our defenses so we can kind of switch defenses around. We weren't, we weren't able to make shots, so it, it took away our press. It took away some of the things we wanted to do to kind of create an advantage. And you know, I started seeing the light bulbs turn on in their eyes as I was talking to them. Like, wow, oh, he's not gonna he's not gonna yell. He's not gonna fuss. He's not gonna tell us how bad we are playing. Right. And they came out, you could tell they had a renewed confidence. And uh, I say that to say that the younger coaches, sometimes it doesn't take all the yelling and screaming and hollering. Sometimes it just takes a mild approach where you just kind of say, hey, these are the things we got to do. We're better than this. And they got to hear that and believe that in you. And, I, and our, our team did. And they, and they came out and, it, and we, we, we ended up winning by 13. I, 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 tell, I tell the young coaches to give your players what they need. Like – we might, I might go yell at them if we're playing a horrible team in our league and we're up 20 and they're not playing well. Then I might, 
But at that point, that, that, that's, a, that's a veteran coach. I'm going to compliment coach. That's a veteran coach. You knew at that point that they were probably nervous. They weren't shooting well. They right. needed calm at that point. They yeah. needed, hey, the, the storm is coming, right. and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put the ship through the storm, and then we're going to come out on the other side, and we're going to be good. Like, um, and that's what – I mean, I, I think that's what – you and I have coached so many freaking games that you could, you could sense that. I can sense that when my guys need this now. They need calm, you know. Absolutely. Like, we're down two with 33 seconds to go. They need calm. They need well. We've done this. Here's what we're gonna do because they're, they're gonna already. Your, they're gonna they're gonna feed off your energy, and so if you give yeah. out a whole bunch of negative and you know uh, boisterous energy, they're gonna feed off of that, and it's gonna make them kind of be you know very wired to where they you know they they're not they're worried about the next mistake or if this team comes out and score the first two baskets of the half, we're done. We 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 lost. And there's and, and to be honest with you, we lost when we lost in the tournament trail this year. We we had the worst shooting game of the year. The team we played had their best shooting team of game of the year. It stuff just happens sometimes too. It does. It does. Well, there's nothing. I mean, it, it ticks me off at the time. Like, oh, didn't I rest them enough? But you know, it was like 22 percent differences in their shooting percentage and ours. Literally, you could play that game a hundred times, and that happens maybe once. It just happened to happen on that one. Um, it is what it is. As, as a coach, you kind of learn that. What do you think's the biggest change you've seen in the last 20 years in the game? Uh, how it's, it's, it's probably the positions. How it's come positionless. I mean, you got six, eight guys that shoot three-pointers, and they don't play inside. They just, you know, they, they're like big wings now. You want, you want Giannis. You want. Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally what it is now. It's it's, it's it's amazing how that works. But yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that you know, or one of the biggest things. Yeah, I think it's I yeah I, because I grew up in the era of Isaiah Thomas, and I grew up in the year of the, the years of like Shaquille. I mean, there was a point guard. Like that's where Magic kind of changed the game forever. I, I personally think Michael's probably the best player ever, but I think Magic probably changed the game. Yeah, um, I love Magic. I love Michael more, but I love Magic. But but Magic, Magic was that people don't realize he was that big six eight guard. Like he played all positions. There were people just didn't do that before. You know, he was just he was just so good. He was so good. <laughs> were, were you a Laker fan? You were a Laker fan then. Yeah, I was, yeah, back then I was a Laker fan. Yeah, because people don't understand, like, in the 80s, you, you, it was like war. You either Lakers or Celtics. There was no in-between. Basically. Like, it was literally, you, you you know, some people like Detroit in the middle, but you were a Laker or Detroit fan. There was no there was no uh, questions about it. All right, I'm going to ask you some uh, quick questions. This is kind of our last segment here. Um, I call this rapid fire. Uh, what's your favorite brand of basketball, like the ball you actually play with? Uh, I, we, we, well, the kids like the Wilsons, the Wilson, the one we just had this year, we, we did Evos. Okay. They like a new ball. They like that. We like the Nike balls too. Okay. Um, what's one word to describe your ideal player? Committed. Okay. If you go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be and why? Uh, the masters seem like it's just. One of the biggest uh, events that's just unreal. Uh, you're you're close too. I'm close, and I haven't been yet. But I thought that was going to change this year. Somebody, I had an inside track that it, it was going to change this year. But maybe now, could you could you drive from? Could you go? Could you make it to Augusta, go and then drive back home? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I do that every year for Peace Jam. I mean, it's only like two hours maybe max. Two hours. An okay. hour and a half. Um, your favorite pregame meal? Uh, it's got to be the chicken and pasta. Okay. So, um, one skill not being taught in the game today? Uh, back to the basket. Yep, butt to the basket, man. They, nobody does that anymore. Uh, what's one thing you do to relax? Music. Music. Okay. music. Yeah. Um, one teaching technique you think that's important? It's a lot of them that's important, but the one that probably stands out most to me is uh, attention to detail. Okay. Making sure uh, that everybody's prepared. Prepared. Best player of all that you've seen in person, best player you've seen in person? Uh, Kobe Bryant. Okay. I don't mean to throw that. I know USA coach, like, man, oh, man. It's like, I don't want you to take anybody off. Um, best player of all time? Michael Jordan. Yeah. He never lost in the finals. That's The last dance has proven to me that he is the best. He never, he never played a game seven. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, I mean, he just embodies what competing and, you know, winning is about. Yeah, yeah. No um, matter what people say. Uh. One thing that helped you become a better coach? Uh, think and thank. And what do you mean by that? Uh, I think those are the two things you got to do a lot of as a coach. You got to think and you got to thank. You okay. got to thank people and you got to think. I do. I, and, and I think people do the first one. They don't, they don't thank people enough. Yeah. To be honest with you. Because, <laughs> um, I mean – how many doors have been open for you? How many doors have been open for me? Because Absolutely. Of this, because of this round little thing you put in this rim. I mean, it's crazy. Absolutely. Um, uh, best game you've seen in person? It was when the Spurs were playing the Cavs. Uh, and the Cavs were down, I think, two games to zip, maybe. Um, I think that was 2007, 2008, one of those years. LeBron's first finals, I think. I thought it was a great game. They ended up losing. The Cavs ended up losing, but it was a great, great game. Uh, that's the one that that's the one that comes out first and foremost. If you haven't seen LeBron in person, I know he's getting near the end here, but it's just like it's like watching Giannis. It's like that, those bodies just aren't they're not normal. Yeah, yeah. I love LeBron too. I you know I just I, I love LeBron. I think he's I think he's. I think you are always trying to compare him and Jordan are so like disillusioned because he's not Jordan. He's, he's magic. He's more magic than he is Jordan. Yes. Yes. And, yes. And he's a, uh, you know, he's a different player, but you know, he's a, you, we should be trying to enjoy these last few years that he's going to get a chance to grace the court instead of sitting here trying to make comparisons. He wants to play with, he wants to play against with, with his son is what I hear. Yeah. Um, I hear, yeah. What I don't, what I don't real, what I don't think people realize, especially with these guys, is, and I see this with Wesley, a couple of my players that play in the NBA, they take care of their bodies. Like, oh. you know what I mean? This, he, dude put, this dude puts one million dollars into his body every year. I know. I yeah. mean, that's what they don't realize. It's like they understand that it's like a Ferrari. I mean, their bodies are a finite thing, and if they, that's why he's still playing. Right. He's still playing right. because he's done that. To be honest right. with you. Um, Absolutely. He's been able to afford it, but he's been able to do it. Um, one word to describe your coaching style. Competitor. Um, best basketball coach of all time. I know people hate that one. <laughs> I got I got to go with John Wood because okay. he was a character coach. That, that's what gives him the edge for me. He won a lot of championships, but I thought he did, he did it because – What most people don't realize is most of the people that won 
lost. Like Coach K almost lost his job. Yeah. Like <laughs> wouldn't lost early. Like people, you, you you can learn some things from that. One book you'd recommend? Uh, start with why Simon Sinek. That's I a think great. That's book. great for leaders, coaches, uh, in all walks of life. All walks of life. I mean, and that and that I did that with my practices. I did that with my pregame. Like five years ago, I read that book, and it's like, why am I doing these things in pregame? They're useless. I don't. We never do them in a game. So I basically have revamped how I do. You know, the twenty minutes for a game, all that stuff. It's like, ask yourself. It's like about life. Everything you should ask why. Um, right. One thing you tell a young coach. One thing. Never uh, waver on the amount of confidence you have in yourself. Like, always believe in yourself. Yep. Believe in what you're doing. And invest in yourself. Well, right. thank you, Coach. I really appreciate taking the Saturday. I guess it's Saturday. It feels like every day is Saturday. But, right. you know, <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out Coach Collins' other podcasts, Teacher Sidekick and High School Hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review. Maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, have a great day. Social Podcast Network. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.